Blog Talk Radio. Cocktail of the week for 
for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap-up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kitchen list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and you want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of your Papa DJ, me with Kettle. Hello. And Red Ryan. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, yeah. It's time for the, yes, bonsoir. Okay, all right. Merci. It's time for the high topic. Merci beaucoup. Yes, merci beaucoup. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't know why y'all give me Trump, but it's all right. It's your boy. It's all right. Y'all don't like me tonight. I see. Hey. I see how y'all work. (laughs) Do your thing. Okay. That was true. Shame to Trump. I mean the devil. Uh, Same thing. Did Trump tweet classified information? I know he did. Oh, I, don't even, I can't even say the word president. Uh, 45 claimed Friday that the U.S. had nothing to do with the explosion of an Iranian rocket on Thursday. Tweeting a photo of such high um, resolution that it prompted questions about whether the president had publicly released classified imagery. Hmm. Hmm. The United States of America was not involved in the catastrophic accident during um, final launch preparations for the SAFRI SLV launch at the um, launch pad site in Iran. Trump wrote and added what appeared to be a sarcastic sign He says, I wish Iran best wishes and good luck in determining what happened at site one. Come on now. It, it, it's Why? What? Okay. But the issue was the picture. I looked at that picture, and it's very sharp resolution. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, if that was something that should have even been shared with anybody or not. But I doubt it. Where did he get this stuff from? Well, he's the freaking president. <laughs> They give him classified information, and I'm sure it's marked and stamped classified. They shouldn't. <laughs> top secret, whatever. Uh huh. So it, it, the article goes on to say Trump himself sidestepped questions about whether the imagery was meant for public consumption. Hmm. Um, asked by CNN's um, C- Caitlin Collins on Friday if he had released a classified photo, <laughs> Trump replied. I just wish I ran well. They had a big problem. I released a photo, which I have the absolute right to do. Hmm. Like you just said, because he is the president, and he is a stupid damn president. <laughs> so just because you can. I know. Doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that you, you should. should. Yeah. Exactly. Come on now. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I tell you what was really interesting is if you look it up and find that picture, mm-hmm. you can see the shadow of a person like standing over it, you know, like when mm-hmm. you take a picture of a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. can see the shadow, an outline of someone who looks like it could be him, his mm-hmm. outline, but, you know, it's a shadow. Mm-hmm. You can't say for sure. Mm-hmm. But you can see the shadow of someone standing over top of the photo. And say he took the picture. Somebody took a picture of a picture. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just saying. It, it, it's not good. Mm. Not good. Because it looks like it's it's showing like a location of yeah. something in Iran and this thing circle and stuff. The photo's been marked, you know, like with a like a grease pencil or yeah. something indicating what this what this is and what that is. It doesn't look like something meant for public consumption. Mm. Is the bottom line. Mm. Oh, well. But, you know, that's how he rolls. Help us, help us. He said he can do what he wants to do. Because he can. Because he is the President of the United States of America. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. How did the country let that happen? <coughs> oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they did say it was a shadow. Yeah. you got to look that picture up. You can clearly see the outline of a person. You know, when you lean over or something, mm-hmm. trying to get a picture of it, the way you cast that shadow. Right. <sighs> what do you think, Baba? He just a just a moron, but we already know. He just used to doing what he wants to do. That's but, his thing. But my thing is, is, is it may jeopardize other people in uh, uh, different countries. It may jeopardize them. I mean, come on now, really? I don't care about that. He just cares, cares about self-preservation. He just likes, he gets off on the power of everything. Uh-huh, that you, you said the key word. Mm-hmm. Power. He he should be on um, 50 Cent. Uh. <laughs> He'd be dead in the first episode. <laughs> Wait a minute, they didn't bring 50 Cent until the third episode, and then they killed him off. Well, <laughs> uh, it's his show. Yeah. That's oh, how long you think this dodo would last? Wouldn't last too long, would he? Uh-uh. Okay, let's keep it moving. Well, speaking of stupid things. Okay. <laughs> these uh, former, now they're former, I guess they quit, resigned, whatever. Former NYPD, that's New York Police Department detectives, accused of raping a teenager in a police van are getting no jail time. None. Now, these are two former detectives with the New York Police Department. They have avoided jail time this week after being accused of kidnapping and raping an 18-year-old Brooklyn woman, and this happened in 2017. Uh, The former Brooklyn South narcotics detectives, Eddie Martins, who's 39, and Richard Hall, that's 34, got five years probation on yesterday after cutting a plea deal back in March. Now, the officers that were originally charged with rape, sexual assault, and kidnapping pleaded guilty to two counts of third-degree bribe-receiving and nine counts of official misconduct. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the bribe thing came in if the original charge was rape and kidnapping. But you plead guilty to two counts of third-degree bribe-receiving and nine counts of official misconduct. Now, on the original charges, they were facing up to 25 years in prison. But with the plea deal, uh, the plea deal, they faced maximum seven years. But they ended up getting five probation, mm-hmm. five years probation. And what they were saying, uh, the, the attorney for the young lady, uh, is saying that these defendants engaged in a shocking abuse of power, and which they finally acknowledged, and would they have preferred to see them get prison time? Absolutely. But, you know, that didn't happen. Now, they're saying that the, the young lady got arrested. She says that they forced her to perform oral sex on them 
that she was raped repeatedly in the back of this van, and now they're just getting away with it. They're basically getting slapped on the wrist, and okay, so you, you got out of your job. I don't know if they were fired or if they resigned, but the thing is, you needed to go to jail. And where was that? This was in New York. But they're not getting any jail time at all. Now, how old was the girl? She was 18 at the time. And how long ago was it? This happened in 2017. Okay, two years ago. And how many cops was it? It was two. Two cops. And both of them admitted to having sex with the girl, but they claimed it was consensual. consensual. Uh, <laughs> but she did admit it. Mm-hmm. They said it was consensual. So, <coughs> so they... <clears throat> That's rough. Um, and she did report it right after it happened. Yeah. It wasn't like she sat on this for two years. You have to go after them as far as her civil rights violating her civil <coughs> rights. Because um, they had a, well, not a case like that, but it was a case in New York where they, um, the cops did something with the with the, this guy and put this pole up him or something. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, they, he got away with some millions. Um, I don't know if it was, you know, if he got it right then and there, or the, it was a two-year process or whatever. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's just sad. But at least, you know, he, I still would try to fight it somehow, you know. So these cops, did they go to, they didn't go to jail, but did they no. lose their job or anything like well, that? Well, it says they're former. Oh, okay. Former NYPD detective. So I don't know if they were fired or if they resigned. They probably went in and resigned. That way she can't come after them, but she can. Her civil rights have been violated. Yeah. But like I said, she reported it. They did a rape kit. They did everything. She did everything she was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But, but they're not going to spend any time in jail. Mm-hmm. That's not right. That was two years ago. And what was, yeah. what was the, the, they have the guy's name? Mm-hmm. What are their names? We'll put them on the kiss it list. Let's see. It was Martin and Hall are their last names. Martin and Hall. Eddie Martins and Richard Hall. And these were relatively young men, 39 and 34 years old. Mm-hmm. And they've thrown away their career. You know what, This at the end of this article, it says, at that time in 2017, it was not illegal for police officers, police officers to have sex with someone in custody. Huh? Exactly. What? What do you mean at the end of the article? Where did the article come from? This came from CNN. CNN reported this story. It says both Martins and Hall admitted to having sex with the young lady named, her last name is Chambers, but the defense attorneys argued that the sex was consensual. At that time, it was not illegal for police officers to have sex with someone in custody, although that has since changed in part because of this case. Really? How the heck is it okay to have sex with somebody who's in your custody? That's a power move. If somebody's got you under arrest, they've got the power and authority over you. How, oh, my.
my gosh. I can't believe that they said, oh, but now that's no longer the case, basically because of this case. So you're telling us that up to 2017 in New York, that that was acceptable? That's insane. That doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. But it's, you know, it sounds like that maybe some of the cases or most of the cases, but still, it just it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. There's no way you can matter. fix that up. It doesn't it make doesn't any matter. sense. It doesn't matter. If, if I'm not consenting to have sex with you, no. And how, I mean, I can't imagine. That's, 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 I, that's, that's, no, there's yeah. nothing you can say to make that sound better. I just sick, man. Like you said, a power move. It sounds like a blatant abuse of power. Right. Well, they only kiss the list. Because it was Martins and Hall, right? Mm-hmm. Annie Martins and Richard Hall. Yep. Okay. And that was in New York. In New York. Hopefully we'll hear about this case again and the woman would have mm, cut the balls off or done something. I don't know. <laughs> I think that she needs to file some other... There's got to be some other legal remedy, because for them to get five years probation. Oh, they got five years probation? Yeah, they got five years probation, but they're not serving any jail time. Oh, I see. All they got was five years probation. Okay, so they did go through the motions, but that's all they Yeah, that's what they did. They went through the motions. Okay. All right. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to keep rolling? Or? Yep, keep rolling. Over to you, Papa Didi. What's going on? Uh, they're saying that um, another one of them epidemic words, um, people in Maryland have severe lung illness after using e-cigarettes. Health department says, you know, the uh, Medical Department of Health and the Maryland uh, Poison Center at the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy, they uh, identified the patients and said they were they have rep- respiratory systems that are unidentified and uncurable, or not not curable, un- reversible, mm. irreversible damages to their lungs uh, that they're noticing on thousands of kids in the Maryland area from eighth graders all the way up through college students. So they uh, have declared um, the Maryland area and all the schools and every county is considered a uh, epidemic to this. And they say there's so many different types. You can't blame this on any particular company like Juul or anything because there's mm-hmm. so many, so many brands of That's these That's the one they keep cigarettes. hearing about is Juul. Well, they got the n- name. It's taking a so lot of the heat for them. Yeah, but there's so many uh, undercover um Knockoff yeah, type, you, you name it. There, there's there's a thousand different ones. If you look and see people vaping, you'll see all kinds. You'll see the glass tube, the little one looks like the end of a trumpet. You got the little flat one and the little all kinds. So mm-hmm. this vaping is really starting to catch up with people. It's really starting to get them, get them. Uh, I'm surprised at how quickly this became, you know. And I'm quoting epidemics. You know, it's like almost, it feels like it was like almost overnight. Mm-hmm. 
you know, first it was like, oh, e-cigarettes, much better alternative to smoking right. regular cigarettes. Right. And folks wanted to jump on the bandwagon. Right. Then the teenagers and, and kids started messing around with it, thinking, oh, well, it's not really nicotine. It's just vapor, so it's not a problem. Then all these health issues started coming up just recently, you know, a lot of issues with that. Now they're saying, oh, yeah, wait a minute, this is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you got some adults saying, look, it's a, it's helping me to get off the cigarettes, and I'm going to do it. And they're saying, okay, maybe for adults it may not, you know, rip your lungs apart, mm-hmm. but the kids can't seem to tolerate it. Right, because it because their lungs, oh, your body's not fully developed yet. Still a teenager. I mean, so you're still growing. You're still, you know. But if it's just vapor, how is it doing all this damage? It has some type of nicotine or something still in it. It's, it's some kind of. But I thought it wasn't supposed to have any nicotine. What is it, Papa? It well, some kind of. I mean, well, let me. Uh, red wine hijacked my story. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, my assessment of this whole situation is the fact that. Um, First of all, and I heard a gentleman who, well, can't call so much of a gentleman being he's destroying people. He was from the Jules Company. Jules is an enterprise, uh, is what they call themselves. The gentleman from Jules Enterprise said that uh, a lot of kids don't understand that this is a uh, nicotine-based product. Mm-hmm. And if you're not already familiar with what, how to handle nicotine, mm-hmm. you know, taking a strive and the way people smoke cigarettes. And these people were doing it for the fun. Mm-hmm. And see, the reason why the doctors are calling this epidemic now is because as they examine these kids' lungs, they're seeing stuff in these lungs that they were seeing people have been smoking for years. Mm-hmm. So they're taking it in, in the lungs. Is almost, outside the brain, lungs has got to be one of your most precious uh Entities in your body, you know what I mean. The, the fabric it is made of is almost a level of purity, you know. And once it gets damaged, there's really no turning back, you know, because there's so many different walls and layers to protect it. It's protected by everything: the ribs and the, the chest cavity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's protected so strong. But then once you have violated it, you went in there and just abused it in such a short period of time. Meantime, you you. You took a, a chest X-ray or a, a lung examination of an eighth grader, and you see in their lungs look like somebody's been smoking for forty years, thirty years. Mm-hmm. Saying, "Wow, what you what have you been putting in?" There? But these people were doing it for fun. And the thing that gets me too with this vaping thing, you see people inhale and then they just take a little tote, and then they're like blowing out smoke for like five minutes. You ever seen that? Yeah. Single, it's, just, it's just a lot of... Like an engine of, of, like coming of, out of an yeah. old diesel engine. And he's just blowing some... And they look at his fun. Then they play with it, coming out of their nose and their mouth at the same time. And the friends get together and do they do circles. And it becomes fun. But they don't realize that it, 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 it's, ting, it's, it's tapping on the lungs every time you do that. Right. And they do it for a year straight. And then they do it in confined spaces. They all get together in the basement of somebody's house or the garage or the anywhere. So it's just, you know, just destroyed them. But check this out. I just looked up what e-cigarettes is. It, it contains, it usually contains propylene glycol. 
glycerin, nitrogen, no, I'm sorry, nicotine, flavoring, additives, and differing amounts of contamination. Contamination? Contaminants. Mm-hmm. E-liquids are also sold without um, the um, propylene. Did you say nick or nig? Nicotine. Did you say NIC or NIG? NIC, nicotine. I thought you said nicotine. E-liquid usually. I thought you said nicotine. Okay, anyway. So it has a nicotine in it. You know, so it's, it's, when you think of liquid, that goes to your body faster than something, you know, solid, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's the same concept with, with marijuana, with a blunt. You know, if you if you don't know me, well, no, I mean, I'm saying as I far as I think it's closer to crack cocaine. Cause no, I'm liquid. not talking about that. What the resemblance to it? I mean, I think that the result is the same as a blunt with marijuana, because the average person that smokes a cigar just kind of does it as a style move and you know blows things out and what have you. You know, a little bit may be intake a little bit, but when you're smoking a joint with a with a as a blunt, now you're inhaling uh, c- cigar tobacco which you would not normally do with a cigar. So you you think you're getting the total buzz on a weed, but you're also getting buzzed out with that strong, that strong... Nicotine. Uh, well, well, the tobacco um, smoke is coming, the tobacco residue is coming in you. And, you know, it, 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 it kind of burns in a different way. The marijuana kind of brings on a whole different flavor that people like, you know, but deep right. down the side... You're inhaling something that you would not normally inhale if you were just smoking cigars. Because you got people smoke cigars every day, but inhaling is very limited. They may inhale about maybe 2 3%. Unless you were avid cigar smoker to really inhale. But, but uh, yeah, you just kind of watch yourself. You know, your lungs are precious. And a lot of them now, these kids are regretting it, man. They go to different hospitals and all, and them kids, they're sad, man. They're 11, 12, 13 years they, old. They don't know what, they're what's sad. going on. They're like, yeah. the doctor says it's irreversible, and they can't even breathe right, and COPD already, and walk around with a, a breathing apparatus. Too much. All right, well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about tonight, hit us up, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Okay, all right, Red 1. Um, also, if you guys want to call in and wish a red wine and happy birthday, mm-hmm. we're getting it in, having our cocktails. We're sipping on the Corpse Reviver. We'll talk about that drink later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to revive us, all right. Hey, it'll raise the dead. Yeah, it looks like somebody did something in the studio with these <laughs> coasters we have. It looks like it was demo day in somebody's bathroom. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to take a little CC. Uh-huh. And we're going to come right back with the, with the hit and quit. You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? 
Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of the Papa I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. I'm swad, darling. Yeah, buddy. I tell you, I just mm-hmm. got in from the north, and I tell you. Your arms are tired. Some people are taking their dogs everywhere they go. Yeah, oh, that's when they say I just flew in. She's flying from the I think, I think yeah. during the, uh, what's popping today, I'm going to talk about dogs and where people take them dogs everywhere. Everywhere. They care about the dogs more than they do an infant, more than they do a toddler. The oh. dog has got it all now. He's got a coach. He's got a little... He's got a little nibble toy. He's got a little noise makers. I was on a I was on a train today with two dogs in one car, and both these cars had better arrangements than the two babies in the car. Mm-hmm. Babies had little raggedy ass strollers that were falling apart, and the babies had brand the the dogs had brand new carriers with with squeaky toys and little chew bones and, and oh my goodness. Okay. It was just amazing. So well, we're going to do the hit it and quit it, and then we're you can talk do. about that. Yeah, I'm going to eat them up because the okay. babies, God, that, the baby coaches Thank were. All righty. I hit it and quit it tonight. Anyway, I want to talk about uh, there's a company, Latote, who I've never even heard of, has bought Lord and Taylor. What? And now um, this is another sign of how the retail industry is being transformed. Latote is a clothing rental company. I never, maybe that's why I never heard of them. So that's I don't rent clothes. Their, that's going to be their source. Maybe that's their new model. That's their that's their that's their depot. Well, they're purchasing uh, Lord and Taylor and everything in it. I guess not just the building, honey. This is the that their their subscription service is going to pay uh, Hudson's Bay Company, which is Lord and Taylor's owner, seventy five million in cash. And another $25 million after two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBC, that's a bank, I believe, will also have a shareholder stake in Latote. Yeah, HBC is a bank. I'm going to hijack your story like you did mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. HBC is a bank. Feeling better? So these strategies are needed to stay afloat uh, because consumers have grown used to the convenience that was offered by e-commerce giants like Amazon. And uh, people are just starting to pass by physical stores. You know, they rather shop yeah. online. Yes, it's convenient. People don't have time to shop no Exactly. More. That's the sad part, yeah. So this store, uh, this company, Latote, is based out of San Francisco. Uh-huh. And what they do is they allow people to rent clothing and accessories for a monthly subscription fee. Mm-hmm. And they yep. say it gives yep. you a physical well. connection to a physical store. That's, yeah, that's what uh, with a legendary brand by then buying Lord and Taylor. That's probably why you. That's probably where you have to take it back. You know, when you know. get done with the product. You probably yeah, you just put it, it in the box and send it back. Or you, you could probably, or back. you could probably take it back. No, just I like doubt. a tuxedo. Why wouldn't you be able to? No. Why wouldn't you be able to? Are they going to be only online? It, they don't specify. Well, they're buying Lord and Taylor, so I don't know if you can take it back to Lord and Taylor or not. No, it's not about they're, Lord they're and Taylor. Well, well, I don't let, know. Let me, let me say this here. Let me say this here. Okay. This, is why I, this is why I get paid the most money out of these two. Anyway, um, <laughs> here we go. First of all, 
the theory of renting has been a tradition. This is the, this is a tradition that Trump's family had heard a long time ago with the hotel business. Mm-hmm. They believe that as long as I can rent something to someone, clean it up, and rent it again, I can make a fortune. Okay. And this is where tuxedos came into play and people renting things. The same with bowling shoes mm-hmm. and things like that. As long as you can rent something and somebody gives it back, you can clean up and rent it again, you can make a fortune on that particular product. Okay. Now, when I say return to the store, I'm talking about the store, the uh, tuxedo place that was out. What was it called? Uh, the gentleman? What, 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 uh, anyway, I Men's forget. Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse. There you go. Men's mm-hmm. Warehouse. Men's Warehouse has stores that you can take the tuxedo back to. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can get it online, I guess, but it would be convenient for both the store and the people that's, that's doing it. That now they want people to have somewhere to take the, the stuff they rent it back to. Cause they got to get the stuff back, and it would get back quicker. It would get, probably give them a discount if you could take it back to that store as opposed to using the mail. I mean, they don't so, say that, and I well, guess they don't anything have to is say, possible. Well, uh, but an educated I, I consumer like myself can figure <laughs> it out. I think but, they're using the original Netflix model where they send it to you in a box or whatever container and you rent it for that month and yeah, then but, you send but, it right back then, in that container. All right, well, yeah. really? Yeah, it's a lot of companies. Right, I mean, like sure. I'm not saying that that's not the thing, but taking it back to the store is an alternative. It might they be. They want to get it back all as I'm soon as possible. All I'm saying is that they don't specify that. They don't it have might a store. That's what I'm saying. Lord has been sold they, to La Tote. So what store are you gonna take? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I missing something? What yep. is what is Latote? Latote is the company that has the subscription service. This is right, exactly. So what what do you think Lord and Taylor is? That's their brick and mortar to they do business with. Anymore. They closed the one in New York already. And they, they sold They're it. closing it as it is now, but it's going to reopen as what it's going to be. Okay. Okay. Well, let's say so, let's lay some money on the table. <laughs> I, don't know, so. but I don't understand how, what makes you guys think that this is going to be a cut and dry, open and close place? This place is functioning. When people put white stuff on the window like that to close it off, there's business going on inside there. The public just can't see what's going on. That means there's some something transferring inside like that. I mean, like I said... We'll see what happens, and we'll run that yeah. story, and I will prevail with my intellect. Um, with your anyway. opinion. Okay. No, ain't my All opinion. I'm saying is that All we right. don't know that to be that the case either way. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I don't know that to be a fact. Let me ask you guys a trivia question. What, what, was Lord Taylor originally a clothing store, or was it a different type of store? I've only known it to be a clothing store. Papa, do you know? I, I think Lord and Taylor to me was so high end. It represented a lot of things. It represented a, a good, um, you know, no, good steak. No, I'm not steak. talking about that. I'm talking about do you think that it was another store other than a retail store, than clothing? You mean that I'm sure it was. Because it was high end. It could represent anything. No, Lord, Lord and Taylor was founded as a dry goods store. Dry goods? Mm-hmm. 1826. Wow, I didn't know they were that old. I knew they'd been around Try a while. Dry goods meaning what? What do they do? Um, I guess food products. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I'm not it's sure dry exactly. Goods, dry I guess box goods, I guess. I'm thinking of like sacks of flour and stuff, but I don't know if that's considered a dry good. Well, as far as retailers go, on another note, Forever 21 is filing for bankruptcy. I guess they're losing in the retail wars as well. 
probably so. I don't know. They might come back as something else, or they may just call it quits. Yeah, because they, I think they own, um, uh, what's the other one? H&M. Oh, do they? Yeah. So I, I guess one of them owns, I think H&M owns. Yeah, I think it's the other way around. Yeah, I think I think H and M was out first, and then Forever Twenty One became it. Because I remember New York years ago, H and M was popular, and then, right. then I think they gave birth to uh, Forever Twenty One. Yeah, Forever Twenty One. I'm just trying to say. But H and M has, has, has kind of taken that market, so I guess they figured, hey, they kind of have the similar clothes, really. Yeah. So I guess they figured. <clears throat> okay. All right, over there, Papa. <laughs> Somebody cracking himself up. Look, that could be a good trivia question. You remember Tronze? Uh, What's that show that y'all Yes, I remember Jeopardy. Yeah, that'd be a good Jeopardy So question. y'all remember that, and it was the store was um, open in right. 1826. And also remember that Tronze, mm-hmm. uh-huh. when H&M gave birth to Forever 21, it was like in the movie Boomerang, when Tronze did oh, Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> They were saying that, they were saying also that the bus. The what's the one? They were saying that the um clothes Whew. usually go for a hundred dollars. We're going for five ninety nine. Five dollars and ninety nine cents. Where was this? This was in New York when they sold the. Oh, uh, when they closed the New York. They closed the New York store. Stuff was going for five ninety nine. Could you imagine a hundred dollars? Uh, you know, dress I wish I had known. I would have been up there. And then they said the building was sold to the um, space leaser company WeWork for one point mm. one billion dollars. Yeah, that has become a, a big business. We, the WeWork. I've seen those yeah. popping up. It's just you know you just it's like office space that yeah. you can rent. Right. And when you yeah. need it, right. So you own little incubator and what, business. And what I what I say about the renting thing. That was, I'm telling you, that is something that I learned from Trump and his father years ago. Look, that we, was their concept. Oh, for sure. And they've taken it to. We need to get in the rental business. We need to rent some ice. Rental, <laughs> rental businesses. Yeah, tell people but to you, rent But ice. you have to be up on your game to keep that product clean because a lot of people fall off. You ever notice when you're renting stuff for a banquet and things like that uh-huh, or a reception, uh-huh, uh-huh. they got raggedy ass tables, raggedy chairs? You'd be like, really? To me, you're right. They, they don't, don't keep it up. They don't. Right. Nope. You they gotta sure maintain don't. your stuff. Right. You gotta tighten those chairs. Man, they but, don't. Um, but you may they don't use it because you may need it that time, but you're not gonna get them again. Exactly. You're not gonna be a repeat customer. And they know that. They yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. They come and with I these little ragged chairs. And I think they're banking on the one and done. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'll get you at least once. Yeah. Then you right. go to put something on a, a big old bowl of punch right. on those little rickety tables, <laughs> and somebody lean on it, and the whole thing comes down. But then too, yeah. they they have um I don't mean to go off subject, but then they don't have nobody working. There's that's one true. Person. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Uh, look, that's why the tables are rickety, the chairs are falling apart, and dirty. They don't have they like don't hire people with tools to keep yeah. it going. Yeah. You're right. The workforce is what took them down. Yeah. So. And if it was a family business, and then the trucks are bad. And they got to pay to get the trucks fixed off, please. It's all, it's, it's something. It, yeah, it's, it's big. So it's you, big. you really have to reinvest that money that you you're do. making. You do, and people don't. Your business. You can't just don't. take the profits and pocket them. Mm-hmm. Or spend them on the hoochie mamas or whatever you're doing. You know, whatever. Or spread it among whoever, you know, family members. You know, you got True, to true. Mm-hmm. All right. You didn't quit it. I quit it. All right. <laughs> what you got over there, Papa? I'm reading this here. Uh, Rosa Parks and Sally Ride. I've seen this name Sally Ride before getting their own Barbies. She was the Kids first female astronaut. 
Okay, uh, kids around the world will be uh, able to play with uh, Barbie's newest doll, Rosa Parks and Sally Ride. Very soon. Hey! I'm out some money that the two. I thought when they said the Sally Ride, Ride, I thought about the one that was found the astronaut in a diaper to. to Oh, Lord, no. What was her name? I don't that's remember her that. name, but no, okay, this wasn't Sally Ryan. Okay. All right, anyway. Okay, the company announced on Monday that the two um, iconic women are the newest additions to Barbie's uh, Inspiring Women series, okay? Girl Power. Parks, the famed civil rights activist, and Ryan was the first uh, American woman and youngest American to travel to space. All right, they each will... Uh, Come with educational information in the in the packet, as well as what their background story is on their life and um, the Barbie doll that would match them. But uh, how are they going to present these dolls when it comes to? I don't know. Whew, that's very interesting. Well, I and and what Barbie packaging? But what age are they going to put um, Rosa Parks at? I like remember her as being older. So, I think it's. I saw a picture younger, of the doll. She was probably no. middle aged or so. They didn't yeah. show her like okay. in her the latter part of her life. Because I think okay. she was middle aged when she got on the bus. I didn't mean elaborate. I didn't mean elaborate. Yeah, around that yeah. that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the doll was pretty. I did see a picture. Yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. it looks nice. Okay. If I was a collector, I would get one. Okay. These historic women uh, broke barriers and made world history and. Uh, they felt it was about time to celebrate them and turn them on to the young kids of the world. Yeah. And uh, both dolls will be available uh, by Monday, uh, August uh, 26th. So uh, okay. they're already out. They're good. So I'm going to go get one right now. Okay. All right. Okay. You can order one from Amazon on the next break. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, it reminds me of my sister. She was, uh, she was a dentist, and she got the first um, one of the first black uh, dentist Barbie dolls. I was like, okay. I didn't even know there was one. And she bought a whole batch of them. I mean, she bought them out. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to have to look for that. Mm-hmm. Check Amazon, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Amazon's knocking off retailers. Yeah, they are. Okay. That's mm-hmm. it, Papa? Yeah, they also said on the back end, the critics are saying that the, that the, bod- the bodies of these dolls have to be in the likeness of the actual person. Mm-hmm. So the person was pudgy, and the Barbie has to be, you know, pudgy, pudgy and has to be, you know. <laughs> I don't think no kid would no I pudgy doll. <laughs> yeah, I surely would, would want to see that Rosie Parks. Unless it's something soft, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, probably. Yeah. And I'm hoping that Rosie Parks, I hope the clothes stay on. I hope they sew them so they don't come off, you know. You know kids. Well, Barbie dolls, you can take the clothes off. Yeah, but, but <sighs> Lord have uh, mercy. <laughs> Number. Okay. There you go. Well, this is her history down the drain. <laughs> Rosa Parks naked. What? <laughs> what? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Then she glue her clothes and, on. And, and Lisa, no, her clothes don't come off. No, it don't come know. off. She's a civil rights person. Kids. Leave her clothes on. Right. I mean, you know, they, they you know, kids won't be stopped <laughs> by glue. <laughs> They're gonna tear that thing apart. Yeah, you right. Them little girls. Get her naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, moving on. She needs a bath. <laughs> oh boy! Well, wait till we get to the weird news. Oh, yeah, oh. when they get up, when they take them dolls up in the bathroom. Ooh. She needs a bath. Oh boy! Where's the scissors? Get her naked. Oh, oh God. Lord! All right. Poor okay. Rosa. Poor Rosa. This last hit and quit it. Okay. Turn over in her grave. Oh. 
Um, Harvard. Um, he tried to honor her. The college uh, rescinds admissions to Parkland Survivor over racist comments. Oh, boy. Um, what's his name? It'll come on again. Survivor of the Parkland uh, School Massacre in Florida um, said Monday that Harvard University has rescinded his acceptance over racist comments the team made in a month before um, the 2018 shooting. Three months after being admitted to Harvard class of 2023, Harvard has decided to rescind my admission over texts and comments made nearly two years ago, months prior to the shooting. This guy, his name is Kyle um, Cashew. He was 18. Um, he said he was made aware of um, erroneous and callous comments he and his classmates at uh, Majority Stoneman uh, Douglas High School made privately in an attempt to be as extreme and shocking as possible. So I guess they're saying that they made these comments privately, but somebody made them public. Exactly. So whoever were among those friends, they made made it public. (laughs) So the classmates um, had accused him of using the N-word multiple times, according Uh to the New Times. Um, He shared a a screenshot of his apology in which he acknowledged that he had made idiotic comments using callous and inflammatory language at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. So you're saying at 16, you don't know any better, yada, yada, I was a kid, but you're still using the N-word. My thing is, once you say it, you you always say it. So that's that's my take. Yeah, when you feel that comfortable. So he um, responded to the Ivy League school's um, letter with a full explanation, apology, and requested documents, adding that um, he sent an email to the Office of Diversity and Inclusion to seek guidance on how uh, to right his wrong. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. He's trying to go to Harvard. Um, Okay. He said um, that despite his accent, Harvard decided to withdraw his um, admission. Well, I'm sorry. What was that last part? He d- they decided to um, rescind his admission. Oh, they just said we don't want you. Okay. Harvard said, okay, you got some kind of racial prejudice. Okay. We don't need that here. Mm-hmm. Some kind of mess that you got going on. Right. We don't want any part of we that. We don't want a part of it. And I, I think they have every right to because they're a private school. So you know. <clears throat> you know, so to me, you know, schools look at an overall picture of a person. If it's a year ago, two years ago, they're looking at overall picture. Yeah. If you are bully or people that, you know, say the N-word, we, we don't want you. We don't want you here, you know. You know, that's interesting because while on the one hand, I would want to, well, I would want to agree with the position that they took. I mean, it's their right, like you said, they're a private school. But I have to wonder, where is the line drawn for that kind of stuff? You know, what if you have somebody who's a very pro-black, like almost like what what people would call a black militant, mm-hmm. who's all about my people, my people, and they're saying things to this of that nature. Mm-hmm. Could the school then turn around and say, you're just too militant, you you know, 
yeah. you, you if they say things like down with the white man and those kind of things. Right. So you're putting the shoe on the other foot. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, where's the line drawn? When you start making those kind of exclusions, right. saying, oh, no, you call somebody out of their name, you use the N-word, you acted a fool two years ago, so now we don't want you. What happens in a case, like I said, if that was when somebody was in high school, now they've matured a little bit more and they're saying, you know what, I was tripping, you know, but I'm I'm all right now. I'm not really there where I was mentally two years ago, but they're still being accused and held accountable. Right. It's that. Like, to me, it's a case-to-case basis because, you know. I'm just saying, where is the line drawn for that kind of stuff? Yeah. You know, I'm saying on the one hand, it sounds very fair, but then on the other hand, that kind of stuff could bite you in the butt. Yeah. I guess you had to, you got some sense when you were, you know, you were a kid. I mean, but. Yeah, well, that's easier said than done. Um, it's going to be interesting where he goes, you know, who who decides to pick him up, so to speak. <clears throat> so, never know. Yeah, if anybody does. Yeah, we, we just wanted to watch it, I guess, and see what happens. All right, well, if you guys got any questions or comments, I want to wish. Red wine, a happy birthday. Hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And for Red one, get in the queue. Yeah. All righty. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Papa Didi. You going to be ready, Papa? Yeah. Papa! <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives. So send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. Demi with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. So, I tell you what. You know, it's such a, um, when it comes to what's popping, I tell you, it's such a hodgepodge of stuff going on today. You know, I, I mean, I just, uh, you know, when you when you have a, a coworker who's just just ignorant as hell, you know, you kind of wonder how you're going to deal with it when you come to work and you got to work with these people. It's just amazing. I'm sure people out there go to work every day, and it's so sad that you that you got to temper temper your temper to deal with somebody else's temper. You know, and it's just amazing how you have to let people get inside your head only because they they live in a such reckless life. And I think that the uh, 
the, the biggest way to combat that is to just kind of get your evil on because what they what they are is evil, you know, and and evil is just misery. And but the one thing I noticed too about them, especially black folks that are like that, you know, I'm talking about a black female in particular, but um, it's amazing how they would beat up on their own people. When I say their own people, I'm not speaking on where everybody got to be kind to their own people, maybe, but. But the way they choose to kiss kiss the white man's ass while they're telling their fellow black coworkers to kiss their ass, that I, I that I don't understand. When I say that, I mean that everybody being on the same playing field. Nobody really is looking for anything from these people at all, but just to be a half-ass coworker. But when you see a, a black individual. That's got so much drama going on, and they may have such a hate for the black men, or whatever the hang-up is. You almost see it because it's the black men talk. They're talking about how this person has chastised them. You know, three or four black men get together and, and talk about, yeah, Sally, man, yeah, she says some crazy stuff to me, crazy stuff to me. But as you sit in the office, and when one of the white bosses is leaving, Sally's kissing the white man's ass all the way out the door. And you're saying to myself, well, why are you, why are you beating up on your, your fellow coworkers that you work hand in hand with every day, when you, when when the, the your bosses who came down from the fucking ninth floor, they don't give a shit about you no more than anything else. You're, you're kissing their ass going out the door. What what is your objectives? What are you trying to achieve? What do you where do you think that you're measuring up to? You know, I don't understand how people think. People need to understand the classes of life and people is very existent. And, and it, you could actually be doing better than that person in all actuality, but your boss is always going to be in their own particular class, whether it be where they eat in the cafeteria or where they park their car or things like that. Everybody everybody separates themselves in a certain fashion. You go to the company picnic. And everybody of the same particular demographic of their job, whether they're on the executive level, the management level, or whatever, the janitor level, or the whatever level, they kind of sit together, you know? And it's only because of class seating, and it's accepted, because people know oh, those are all the bosses over there. And now sitting over there, and there's some, some breakaway, you know, the ones that, that feel like, you know, fucking, I'm just here to, for a job. They come and sit and break away or whatever, but, but deep down inside, the class of the people stick together, so... I don't think that people should be trying their hard to, to get in a particular group when, when you're just there to make a living, you know? And, and, I'll, and I'll close on that. You're, you're just basically, you go to your job to make a living, no more, no less. There's nothing there to, to achieve with your coworkers that's going to make your life any, unless you have a relationship with your coworkers off the job, then so be it. But ones that you can't penetrate as far as the friendship or some kind of camaraderie, I really say fuck them, you know what I mean? Because you're just here to make a living. So, that's all I got to say on that. Alright. You just there for your eight hours and go home. Yeah. That's it. You know, folks, sometimes it's so hard up for friends. Or enemies. The sad part about those when you have to teach those jerk offs, you know, people that are arrogant, you can't teach nothing that you're being assigned to teach them, and they're like, "Oh, I know that." 
on a, like, you know, you're, you're saying, okay, well, let me show you this here. And you want to teach people stuff basically from the beginning, you know. You want to right. you want to show people stuff from the, you know, from the root to from the pillar to the post. Right. The way somebody, some old school person taught you. But this person wants to be so like, oh, oh, I don't need, well, why are you showing me that? Or why do y'all do it like that? You know, that's the one thing that really, you know, would pee me in the job markets. When you're trying to teach somebody saying, well, why do y'all do it like this? Why? And they're brand new, and they're asking you why they do something like you do. And it's been working before they ask got there. So. <laughs> That's probably because they're trying to change it. That's well, what change it for what reason? Be the head if your boss is accepted, Try to then impress somebody. Yep. Power, uh, to prove power, what, to prove power. What. Like I said, the class of people above you don't really give a damn. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back uh, with the weird news. Okay, well, on the Pajama Party Show. Yep. You're going to go to the crazy now. What? Yep, that's how we do. We'll be right back. This is Kettle. And this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghosts driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness. All right, welcome back to the John Party. When you host Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is now time. For the world famous weird news mm-hmm. on the pajama party show, mm-hmm. and we've got some we've got some weird ones for you tonight, and I'm going to kick it off with uh, let's see oh now this is a crazy one, I'm not quite sure how this is even possible but mm-hmm. we got a woman who fell asleep in her parked car and woke up to find the car missing. Yeah, think about it. Woman fell asleep in her parked car and woke up to find the car missing. This was out of Hamilton, New Jersey. Police in New Jersey say a possible carjacker apparently removed a sleeping 80-year-old woman from her parked car before stealing the car and leaving her in the driveway. (laughs) Hamilton police say the woman told them that she had fallen asleep in her parked car in the driveway around 9 p.m. Wednesday, but woke up to find the vehicle missing at around 4 a.m. on Thursday. Oh so she'd been out there asleep for a while. Uh, From 4 p.m., no, 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. Police say the woman didn't remember what happened and had a bruise and abrasion on her face. Oh, my God. Authorities, wake up? No. Authorities found the empty vehicle Thursday in Trenton. Okay. <laughs> no arrest has been made as of midday yesterday. They still trying to figure out who did what and why. In Trenton? Yep, that's where they found the car. Oh, Trenton, boy. New Jersey. Uh-uh. Go figure. 
before Papa Titi make his remarks. Let me get into this next one. <laughs> he has something. New Mexico woman robs stores wearing a fake beard. <laughs> Albuquerque, New Mexico. A new Mexico woman is facing charges after authorities say she robbed stores while wearing a fake beard. A woman? Yep. Okay. Well, documents show that Tamala Cole, put on the kisser list, was arrested Thursday following heist at the Nothing Bunt Cake store in a Baba Tea Cafe in um, Albuquerque. Well, now she wanted to steal some shit out of there. Oh, my goodness. In each case, police say the 51-year-old Cole demanded money while holding a gun and wearing a black beanie-style hat and a fake brown beard. Investigators say Cole also suspected of robbing a subway and the religious goods store, Faith Works. What is wrong with this woman? Then you know you tripping if you're going to go rob a religious goods store. And the subway, <laughs> somebody, subway sub shop. They don't have a lot of going in there buying a lot of stuff. Uh, police say Cole yeah. was tracked down through caller ID after she called the tea shop moments before the robbery and asked for her mother. Huh? Oh, it's so wrong there. Right there. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my goodness. She is facing seven counts of robbery. It was not known if she had any attorney. They need to get give her at least one count of stupid. Oh, God. Yeah, it's in it's, um, some show called The Dumbest... Uh, Dumbest Criminal yeah. or something. They used to have something like that. Lord Hember. Yeah. That's too much. I think she's a little slow on the, on the draw. Yep. And her mother works at one of the places. Mm. Okay. What you got over here, Pop? So this is a naked bike riders in Philadelphia. Naked oh, bikers that hit hurts the Philadelphia me. streets. Bike. Yeah. <laughs> this is from the Associated Press in Philadelphia. Hundreds of this is now this is bicyclists now. Oh, oh that's painful. Hundreds of bikes bicy- bicyclists it's have been caught with their pants down. And their shirts and underwear <laughs> off too. The cyclists gathered in a Philadelphia park, which is probably Fairmont Park, on Saturday to disrobe before saddling up and setting off on the annual Philly Naked Bike Ride. Oh, it's an annual thing. Yeah, about, up. Now check this out. That's check out how many PPs are out there. Mm-hmm. About three thousand PPs. I mean, three thousand riders. Really? Mm-hmm. What? They pedaled a ten oh. mile. 16, 16 kilometers course around around the city of Brotherly Love. Okay, <laughs> while taking in sites including Independence Hall. They were the site. And a Liberty Bell organizer said some riders wore their birthday suits while others flaunted their underwear or or shorts or uh or, or a, a lot of them had a lot of them had uh, body paint on them. Some some had body paint to cover their private parts. Mm. All right. They must have to get a permit to do that. And then you have uh, oh, Mad- Madeline and James O'Connor, who painted each other's nude body in multicolors, were riding in the lead. <laughs> we look the prettiest. They said, we, we, run around, we run around naked a lot, he said. Madeline couple, and the, who now? Madeline and James O'Connor. Okay. The couple met at the 2012 ride, and they have been together ever since. I bet. Put them on a naked kiss. They, they must have liked, never mind. They were butt naked, 
naked, naked. Must have liked each other's private parts. They express colors on their private parts. I didn't see that on the news. And they, I guess they can't uh, cover it. No. <laughs> <laughs> they can't cover it. Yeah, but these people are ruled by Independence Hall, the Liberty Bell, mm. all these places they where there's thousands. These are thousands of people out there with. This, these are three thousand. No, I'm saying, but these are thousands of people out there at the Liberty Bell and the Independence Hall. Those are the two main attractions. You know what my thing is? You know, you got tourists and kids and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fancy. They said we letting it all hang out. And they were on bicycles, not motorcycles, bicycles. They said let the naked begin. That's what hurt. What if somebody got a flat? Ooh. Oh well. Oh, I'm sure there was a lot of flat. It was a bunch of what? Oh, never mind. Okay. Flat butt. Yeah. I was going there and I was like, no, no. That's just, I can't even imagine doing that. Those bicycle seats. I know. Naked, that's got to be uncushionable. Something, yeah. You would think they had some kind of cushion. Got to be painful. Well. Alrighty. Whole lot going on in Philly and Trenton, huh? (laughs) Yeah, well, that Hamilton and Trenton. They're only, that's just a couple blocks away. Watch Not like it's on the other side of town. Watch yourself. Yeah. Thank you, fast. Found a car. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about him. He, 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 he um, fell off the stage not too long ago. Who did? Mystical. Yeah, what was he doing that he fell off the stage? Girl, I don't know. He fell off and then he tried to perform and about 10 minutes later, he's like, look, I need ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I need ambulance. <laughs> He said, I tried, but I'm in pain. But it's so funny that he keeps going back and forth in and out of jail, and he comes out and he got kids. What is it? People still want to see him. They're waiting on him like, look, when you get out of jail, we're going to move. Oh, boy. That is interesting. Tonight, I just want to talk about this issue of these migrant teenage girls. This is becoming an issue. I mean, we've talked about the whole migrant situation before, but it has been brought to my attention in this article I read uh, today that the, some of the teenage girls that are having their their monthly cycle are only being given one pad for the entire day. And that's like, first of all, it's inhuman. But this is the kind of stuff that's going on down there at the border. And it said that the girls, I mean, what, I don't want to get too graphic with it, but one pad is not enough when you're on your cycle to make it through the day for the average female. So eventually, just like a diaper, it gets full and you get leakage. So these girls are having to sit in a leakage situation throughout the day until they get their one ration pad the following day. That's disgusting. It's nasty. It's you you can get all kind of illnesses and things from stuff like that. Why are they putting people in these kind of situations? I mean, the bottom line is just because these are people who didn't come here legally does not mean they're not human. What is wrong with the United States of America that we treat people like this? You wouldn't want, I'm sure these people, whoever comes up with these policies, would not want any female in their family treated like that. Why would you do it to another 
person, another human. I don't care what language they speak. I don't care how they got there. I don't care what their legal status is. When you peel all of that away, it's still a human being, and they don't deserve that kind of bull crap. ICE and whoever came up with those policies, Trump's administration, you should be ashamed of yourself. But just hearing myself say Trump administration, shamed of yourself in the same sentence is like an oxymoron because clearly they have no shame. They have no self-respect. How could you treat people like that? You know, I'm just saying when it comes down to that kind of stuff, to me these are basic human needs, basic. We're not talking about anything fancy. We're talking about basic human needs. Why would you treat these young girls like that? It's de- it's deplorable. It's disgusting. I just it just makes me ashamed to be part of a country that does that to anybody. We're supposed to be so high and mighty, the all powerful U.S. of A. And this is the example that we're putting out there to the rest of the world. I'm embarrassed for the United States of America. I am embarrassed that this is the way we're treating these migrant young ladies. Because my, ch- my thing is this. I'd be willing to bet they didn't come here on their own. These are children. So, and, I mean, it's possible some of them might have, but I doubt all of them did. Another parent, guardian, or some other adult decided to take them and make the journey to try to come here to try to live a better life. So, you know, for them to have to be subjected to this kind of crap, ain't right. It's not right. USA, you should be ashamed of yourself. ICE, you should be ashamed of yourself. And especially Donald Trump. You should be so ashamed of yourself. That's all I got to say. Stuff makes my blood boil. <sighs> but anyway, that's it. Yeah, I'm just that saying was, that was a good uh, yeah. commentary because I mean, I just, yeah, when you break it all down, it doesn't make sense. And we're not talking about something that would cost them ten billion dollars. We're talking to go to the store and buy what a couple hundred dollars worth of sanitary products to keep on hand for the young ladies who who require them when they require them. And, you know, it's not like people like us, we can do something on the outside and say, look, we done bought $1,000 worth of this and give it to them because they won't accept it. Exactly. And that's the sad part about it. If we could help, if those of us who wanted to volunteer and help, if they would allow it, we could, but they won't let you. Like you just said, Heather, they won't let you. It's like they're deliberately punishing and making these these children suffer. Because that particular right wing of people, that's just something they don't believe in when it comes to supporting foreigners. They they don't believe that. But 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 the sad part about it, you know, Trump married to a foreigner. Yeah. So I don't know. That's one thing that contradicts the hell out of everything he's doing. Oh, of course. But check your wife out. is walking up here. She can't speak full bits of English, and she looks foreign as hell. She don't even look American. You got no. some Asian ladies that she do the news. Speak. You don't see ladies that do angers the Asian ladies. Oh yeah. They you, you wouldn't even know Asian unless you looked up and saw them. Mm-hmm. They talk American. His wife is not even on that level. She's, yeah, their English straight. is better than people who 
our first oh, man. multiple excuse me generations of being born. When she here. was speaking at that convention four years ago, a few years ago. Oh my goodness. When American citizens get arrested in other countries, don't we all in America beat our chest and talking about you can't treat a citizen of the America of, of, of the United States like that. You're not going to do this, and you can't do that. And we act like you know we're going to dictate to some other country how you're going to treat this person. You know, everybody gets up on their high horse and on their soapbox and want to tell other countries, okay, you got them arrested for whatever, but we demand, you know, that you do this and you do that. You're not going to have them sleep on concrete floors. You're not going to feed them like pig slop in a trough and tell them, you know, that's what you're going to eat. You are not going to tolerate it. And we talk all that smack. But when it comes down to being able to uh, deal with, the people here in our country, this is how we treat people who are technically, in the way I see it, visitors. These are visitors who are trying to trying to get citizenship. So to me, they're visitors. But anyway, let me get off of this. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And yeah. uh, coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City. Okay. On the Pajama Party Show. Living just enough. Just enough for the shit Okay, but why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, was, I was talking about my little, uh, one, of my segment, one of my segments of uh, Living for the City. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. Uh, That's going to be Friday night at 9. Pajama party. No yeah. clothes allowed. Kettle and red wine uh, step on my parade. I had the mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know. It's my. Because I'm, I'm in this one car, and I finally, when 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 
when the train got to Philly, it kind of cleared out a little bit, and I'm heading south. And um, I finally found a seat. But the seat I found, there was a, a person with a dog here and a dog there. And and then before I found the seat, I saw people with babies up front. Now, the two people up front, they had babies. They had shopping carts and stuff. Uh, not shopping carts. I, mean, I meant strollers. But both the strollers looked very old, like need to be cleaned. And they were letting the kid crawl underneath the seat and uh-huh. crawl all in the luggage rack. The one kid, and, 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 and I don't know if it was the kid's father or whatever, saying, I can't see you. You're hiding. You're hiding. And the kid was in like an old luggage rack on the bottom <laughs> rack, way in the yeah. back. Ew, I was saying to myself, oh, gross. my goodness. That kid is picking up every scavy thing you can imagine. <laughs> now, the ironic part about that, I go two seats down. Here's a little Shih Tzu in one, and another of the, uh, what do you call the other one? The little teeny dog, the little, uh, the real one, one everybody loves, the little, uh. The little fit in your purse dog. Yeah, I forget the name of them. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you had the Shih Tzu, and you had the other one, the, uh. But anyway, they both had, uh, carriers that looked like they cost, like, $200. Nice ones they had. Carpet in it, I mean, a carpet, like, all kind of foam and, yeah. and everything, little toys in it. It was obvious, and they, they, they were playing with the head a lid open, but when they had a lid open, one one had like a red little puff. They must have knew each other because they had similar rat. But I looked down here, and the babies were in shopping carts and strollers and different car seats that were horrible. They had all kind of spills and everything in it, but the dogs was in the back in this nice clean covers and they're feeding little dog bones and the kids are crawling on the floor next yeah. to the dirt and the crap and I'm saying what the hell is more important today the dog or the damn children I, I, it was just it was, it was amazing to see both those evolutions and I said does anybody understand that these two kids are crawling underneath a nasty seats of a train but the dogs are getting fed little doggy bones inside of a $200 carrier Mm-hmm. So I'm just I, I just I don't, I don't want to you know I'm not gonna go racial because y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway, it it was just amazing. I just I'm I'm just trying to figure out when have we lost giving our kids the best and keeping them right and letting instead of letting them run wild underneath the seats of a public establishment that is completely gross, but we take the time to protect our animals securely and ah oh, it was oh my goodness. Anyway, just mull that over for a minute because we have lost our touch when it comes to what we really care about. Because that was that was gross. Mm-mm-mm. That was completely mm-hmm. gross. Hope you lost their mind. Got a lot of animal lovers out here. Well, they go off. They and that, matching outfits and. And not only that, the two companies, as you guys well know, mm-hmm. Petco and Chewy is doing very well. You know who owns Chewy? No. Um, Rachel. Really? Rachel Ray? No. I can believe that because she's all into making. But I tell you what, Chewy is, um, Chewy, if you go by different police stations that have canines and stuff, you'll see boxes of Chewy back at the trash and by the dumpster. Mm -hmm. Every place I've seen, anywhere there's canines, I've seen stuff downtown in different areas where they have, where the canine police are at and things like that. You see all these boxes of Chewy. They order them online now. Nobody's going to shop anywhere. And Petco delivers as well, UPS. And I'll tell you, it's a big business. 
You go downtown anyway, down by, you know, I Street and K Street and Northeast, mm-hmm. people are walking dogs all day. Okay. All day. Dogs are just prevalent. My bad. I'm sorry. Misinformation. Chewy is owned by um, PetSmart, the subsidiary of PetSmart. Uh, yeah, but, but I, I know Rachel Ray owns something else. She, 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 she has makes that dog other food. one called uh, Delish. She, she makes dog food. She does make dog food. She makes dog food. I thought she yeah. does yeah. delivery, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she does delivery, but... She actually makes it in the same kitchen. She makes people food. <laughs> okay, Papa. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's Red Wine's girl, Rachel. She watched that faithfully every day. Yeah, I thought it was chewing. Yeah, right. I'm that's, ignoring that. That's your girl, right, Rachel Ray? I'm ignoring that. Which is another person that overmade Filthy oh, Dirty Rich. Oh, it's called Nutrish. Nutrish. Mm. I said Nutrish. Yeah. yeah, Nutrish. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about how Rachel Ray got her start. Mm-hmm. What, Oprah? Mm-hmm. Just like I was talking about the girl on the jobs. Oprah That were catered to, to white folks. She was the work at Macy's. about their own people. She used to work at Macy's. Mm-hmm. She was the um, girl, you know, uh, you have the display or whatever or samples. That's what she was on. Oh. And Macy's. Uh, yeah, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. Hey, man, that was the other Rachel. Rachel Roy, right? No, Rachel Roy was a designer. Oh, I thought you were talking about in Macy's. Rachel, Rachel Ray. Oh. Okay. Rachel no, Ray. Rachel Ray, she started in Macy's, like, doing a little cooking stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. She wears those she jackets, and little sports jackets now. She's getting fat in the pig. Because she's not a... Chef, chef. You She's know. getting fat as a pig on these two clothes. You see her anymore? Rachel? Yeah, the few times yeah. that I've seen her. She's, she's got these little Well, little she's always been on. a thick girl. No, nah, but now she's got these tops on like her and uh, Whoopi. Whoopi's has a... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> see my girl Whoopi. Whoopi's going to do her thing. She done paid her dues. She's going to yeah, do her thing. Whoopi, That's Whoopi, Whoopi is Whoopi. Whoopi's her. <laughs> Whoopi is Whoopi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not even gonna comment uh, on that one, girl. Leave my girl I know, alone. I know. Merge but her size, don't touch this. But her don't size that she's wearing, you got don't large, extra large. But yeah, Whoopi comes size. out, Whoopi comes out in something like some King Tut stuff. <laughs> I don't know what she. She's very comfortable. That's what it is. She's comfortable. She just wants to be comfortable. That's it. I somewhere between you a robe no and tight, a. Fitting, nothing. No, yeah. no, this well, is not. She said numerous times on the put, show that she does not wear a bra, so she layers up you can, and wears things like yeah, so she can well, she get she's away. She's not tight fit at all. She has to wear white. Because them outfits yeah. she wears, you can clean put. And crisp. You can put right. four children underneath that oh, outfit. Okay. God rest. Speaking of celebrities, still making that money. Mm-hmm. Speaking of celebrities, what's going on in the celebrity world? Oh, now? we're not gonna take a CC. We're gonna go right. Yeah, we'll take a break. Or we can shoot the breeze about Whoopi a little more. I was ready to I go for it, but if y'all not quite ready, I need to refresh my 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 cocktail. Oh my god, I'm my girl now. All right, well we'll do that, and we'll come back with the Hollywood wrap-up. Yeah, Whoopi right. comes out with the King Tut size anyway. Uh. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentaries, and the world's famous 
kiss it list and you don't want to be on the kiss it list. So visit apajamaparty.com, check out the cocktail of the week, get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. Uh, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your host, Papa Didi, here with Kettle. Hello. Some red wine. Happy birthday. Yeah, it was her birthday. And, uh... <laughs> Happy birthday. Hey. Uh-uh. No, All right, let's go out to the West Coast. What's happening in the land of entertainment? Okay, we have a lot on a J-Lo and A-Rod. A-Rod just sold his little mini mansion. He did what? He sold his little house. I'm going to keep that bachelor spot. You know, like I can't that. hear you, cattle. A former New York Yankees player, huh. Ron, he has sold his home for $4.4 million. Why? That's all? Why? It used to be owned by Merle Street. Oh, she used to own it. I don't trust that James a bit old on that damn house. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you messing She's with me? She's been Ron? married six times. You hijacking. Why are you fighting us for Rob? I'm sorry. You know. Merle Streep, he, he bought it for Merle Streep um, in 2014, but he just sold it for $4.4 million. So, mm. so you, you saying he should have kept it for his bachelor pad? You mean until the marriage, until come these five more, years into the marriage. More, I mean, so. Okay. Come on. She's been married five, six times. I mean. Well, true that, true that. I'm not going to touch that. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> Speaking of Jennifer Lopez, we're going to get right into this. She has a new movie coming out September the 13th, and it's called Hustler. She's in it with uh, Cardi B. Cardi B is doing a lot nowadays. Constance Wu um, from the, um, what's that, from the boat? Fresh, yeah, Crazy Rich yeah, Asian, fresh off girl. the boat. Um, Julia Stiles, I haven't seen her. You said you haven't seen her since um, the, uh, yeah, but she's been in the, um, Bourne movies, uh, Jason Bourne movies. Oh, okay. Um, Kiki Palmer, um, Lizzo, Lizzo, what? Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. Lizzo. Lizzo. She's a, she's a hot mama jama. Kiki Palmer, she's on her game. Thank you. Uh, Strayham and Sarah, they just added, she's an addition to their, to their show, a permanent addition. So that's a good thing for Kiki. She got a paycheck coming in. So, mm-hmm. Also, um, unfortunately, J-Rod and um, A-Rod and uh, Jennifer Lopez, a guy. <laughs> oh, is that what they call on the man, J-Rod? <laughs> A-Rod. <laughs> this guy said he had ran them over. He shouldn't have been in the back of the damn vehicle. But they were not in the vehicle at the time. It was their um, security crew that ran this guy over. He was a um, a photographer and trying to get in their business, being nosy. So he was in the back of the vehicle, and the vehicle was just trying to get out the way. So this man is laying on the ground. His leg then ran over his leg. Oh, my God. Trying to sue um, A-Rod and J-Lo. Mm-mm. So we're going to see the outcome of that. That should be interesting. 
some crazy. That's things. bizarre. It very. Um, also, Leslie Jones, she is leaving SNL. Aww. She has several, well, many projects coming up, um, to name a few, Coming to America, Part 2, with Eddie Murphy. And, uh, oh, he's he going to do it? He's going to do it. Okay. They're in production now. Um, she has a Netflix comedy special coming up, and she has uh, more movie projects coming up. So she's just a busy woman, so I guess... Hey, SNL was just taking up too much of her time, so she said, "Okay, I, I got, I got to bounce." Sayonara. Got to bounce. And um, a sad note: um, Valerie Harper. Um, she was 80 years old. I remember, she was the neighbor of Mary Tyler Moore. That um, show debuted in 1970. Ooh, wow, long time ago. Oh yeah, Rhoda. Mm-hmm. She had lung and brain cancer. She was born in uh, New York uh, City, and um, she wanted to become a ballet dancer. Mm. At the age of 16, she did she did some dancing in some um, major uh, dance theaters and stuff like that, but I guess it didn't wash. So, but she said she was a tiny person. She was like five seven. Most dancers they had legs, so they were almost probably six six feet tall. So she decided to do the acting thing. So. Yep, she became Mary Tyler's more na- neighbor. Mary Tyler Moore's neighbor. That was a funny show. Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, it was. It was. It was some good writing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. That's my Hollywood wrap up. All right. Well, thank you for that. Now we're up. Oh, so I guess they're gonna be playing a lot of the Mary Tyler Moore stuff and Rhoda and. Yeah, I, I'll watch it. I mean, that's some funny stuff. I don't um, I don't know which network still runs those. Is it TV Land? I think so. Yeah. It plays a lot of the uh, shows oh, from back yeah. in the seventies mm-hmm. and stuff. You, you can find them on on different um, stations, depending on what your station for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. As they say, check out your local listings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they say. Check mm-hmm. your local listings. And um, just one more note, a personal note. I um, I didn't. Realized how popular this guy Travis Scott was. Mm-hmm. He's a rapper, and um, from what I've known, he 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 um, started his career with um, making beats like Pharrell, mm-hmm. and then he started rapping. But I saw a documentary um, last night, and it was very very interesting. Um, there was a Travis Scott documentary. It was pretty good. They showed where he came from, um, you know, the things that he's doing now. Um, he does have a family as a baby girl. Um, girlfriend is Callie um, uh, Kardashian. Really? He's yeah. with one of the Kardashians? Yes, he is. They like those black boys. Uh, what can I say? They like them them chocolate men. Okay. And I said, okay. Who yeah. is that? This is um, Travis Scott. Yeah, look him up. Rapper? Yeah. Yeah, I know Travis Scott. He's dating one of the Kardashians. No. What do you got? Um, the baby's about two years old now. Oh, you ruined his uh, life like that. Oh, they have a baby? Yeah, a baby girl. Her name is Stormy. Stormy, yep. Well, these guys tell me, you know, they get successful. All the women in the world, all the coochie in the world. That's what they And they got to find a damn Kardashian money. address. Money. Money meaning what? Money. Meaning what? Money, money has no money, money has no subject. Money is what you do with it. It's not what money says. Nothing. The word I, money I, I has no purpose. It's about money and where the money. Kardashians can take you. 
Where I can the Kardashians take you? Where can they take you? You must what have are you seen doing? Kardashian show lately. You 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 have you have I no clue. First of all, I don't need. Is first of all, name? I don't need to see the Kardashians. I know where the Kardashians came from. They came from the OJ trial. If OJ oh. never got in trouble, they would never exist. Okay, so let's talk about the beginning of Kardashians. No, they exist. They came. Mama, no, no, Mama no. Said that video. No, <laughs> no, that's got. Like I said, video or not, if OJ would never got in trouble. And their father would never have been one of the lawyers on O.J. trial. That family would have never existed. That's where they came from, the O.J. trial. Okay. Now, the fact that they was able to market the world in a market like they were, but they came in when the world was willing to fall for that. They couldn't have came in right now in 2019 the way Trump is taking over the market. See, the market's only but so big when people get in there. Trump is taking a large portion of the market now. He's got 80% of the media. Mm -hmm. Kardashians at the time was able to go in there when Barack was in there. Barack wasn't a hog like that. Right now, you couldn't even get in because Trump ain't letting you get in. You can only make money if you got room to get in. You know, so mm -hmm. Jay-Z do something for five minutes. All of a sudden, Trump, da -da -da. Trump is taking up 85% of the media every day. And I guess I'm not putting them down, but I am. You know, they, you know, I don't know what the what the what the draw is. And all these guys are all backed up, and everybody's gonna get old after a while, you know. Okay. And then Kim marries the craziest motherfucker on the planet, so you know. Yeah, but they're the two that stayed together so far. Well, that's because they don't get in each other's way. And they like crazy. You know? Yeah, crazy like crazy. Like crazy. That's right. <laughs> crazy like crazy. <laughs> I mean, more proud to them. I mean, if they, you know, I think the girl, the young girl, she's doing better than all of them. Oh, yeah. Kylie Jenner. She's making money hand over foot. Yeah. She's in that supermodel world, and they're doing their I thing. I give her credit. At least she's doing something. She's a model. These other she ones are cosmetic lines. Right. Yeah, right. But I'm saying these mm -hmm. other ones, it's like, okay, you have the last name of Kardashian. But you know one thing so. I do like about them, and which, which they're only people that seem to be doing it, and I told a lot of young people this year, you have to be able to, and what Kim is doing and their sisters are doing, you have to take those likes and those followers and turn it into money. That's what they're doing. Oh, sure. Some people are celebrities with a bunch of some people that. are celebrities yeah. with a bunch of likes and a bunch of followers, but they're broke. Because you because you got to pay to follow them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, because they want you to be part of this yeah. and that and subscribe. You got to pay five ninety nine mm -hmm. a month or whatever the fee is. It's just like Netflix. They put it in Netflix. Okay. Netflix, look at what's name. Angie's List. Uh -huh. Same way, Angie List. She has a membership drive. Yeah. Well, she finally dropped that model. It's free now. Is it really? Yeah, because there's too many other services out here. Yeah. You got yeah, Home Advisor well, and um, it's not just, it's couple just of She was one of the first. Right. She right. was the first. Yeah. But you also got uh, Spanish Joe's. Hang outside of Lowe's and Home Depot. Well, I'm talking about advertising. Right. Those, you got to go up there to see them. But anyway, look, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with the cocktail of the week. What's it called, Kel? Um, it's a corp corpse reviver. Okay. Corpse. Yeah, the corpse <laughs> reviver. Yeah, I turned my back when you off so for five minutes. Stick around and find out what that's about, and we'll be right back. What do you keep it at? So I was looking over the cocktail of the week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and the Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the revolution. It was Hennessy, 
lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Woo-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Knock and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the apajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the aviator. Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers! All right, welcome back to the John Party Window with Papa DM. You're Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the cocktail of the week, week, week. All right, I know you got a good one for us, Kettle. Yeah. a name like that, it's like Smucker's. It got to be good. The Corpse Reviver. Mm. The recipe is quite simple. Gin, this gin, wine, orange, and Absinthe, the core. Absinthe. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> that what you said. Okay. And lemon juice. Okay. Uh, as is the case with all corpse revival cocktails, this drink is said to have been good for reviving those souls who may have had one too many the previous night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. All right. So we're gonna put these ingredients in a shaker, and we've got the dash of the bitters, one ounce of gin, one ounce of the um, Lillette Blanc. What is that? It's a wine, or you can use dry vermouth. One ounce of lemon juice, one ounce of orange liqueur, and they garnish it with an orange peel. And uh, shake those ingredients up and um, strain it and put it into a cocktail glass. Interesting. Corpse Reviver. That should revive any damn body, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the orange liqueur could be Grand Marnier. Yeah, really or the orange. contour. Yeah, right. could be either. Whichever you prefer. Yeah. It has to oh, be yeah, that is that, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. So would it be sweet or what? With the, with the Grand Marnier and the bitters? And the... Um, it's, um, I wouldn't say it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Because it has that dash of the bitters, so. Yeah, and the absinthe is not sweet. Right. That helps. That's all right. Well, this will be on our website. I'll tell the week. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Let us segue over into the kiss it list. Okay. What's mm. that, Papa? That's a um, list of uh, people that uh, showed their butt hanging. Okay. And, uh you mean like those people in Philly on bikes riding Naked around? Naked bike there? riders. Mm, 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 mm. I think all of them should be. They, they on the first. Them. They on the top of the mm. list. Then. Yeah. With all their nakedness. Oh Lord, how do you ride a bike in decades? 
That, 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 that hurts me. Ooh, thinking about it. That just hurts me. Riding by the Liberty Bell? Mm-hmm. I guess they mm-hmm. think this is what freedom mm-hmm. is. I guess so. Uh, I got one. I want to put this, uh, I'm trying to find his name. Is a Burger King employee who has been fired for refusing to serve a deaf woman because he claimed the restaurant's too busy. This woman was trying, you know, to communicate to him what she wanted right. because she's deaf. And he refused to serve her because he was like, I ain't got time for all that. Oh, We're God. busy. You need to just step aside. I can't. I just can't serve you. Next. You know, so he's been fired, but I still say, you want to kiss it, Liz, brother. What, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. This was out of Oklahoma somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a, once we finish the list, I'll tell you my death story. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, we got, uh, who else? Trump? Trump for uh, possibly showing a picture that should have been classified. What was the picture of? It was showing a location of something in Iran that had uh, things, images, pieces of the image circled and marked off as to what they were. Something to do with a missile that they fired and stuff. And he had a, a an aerial shot of the image. And he t- took a picture of it and tweeted it out. Tweeted it out. Yeah, he put it on Twitter. Mm. Freaking moron. Also, Eddie Martins and Richard Hall, the, um, the two cops that didn't oh, uh, yeah. jail. They raped, they raped that teenage girl. And Madeline and James O'Connell. What they do. They're the ones that, that um, paint their assholes to ride the bikes. Okay. Oh, yeah, they were lead. <laughs> they're the lead, yeah, lead riders. <laughs> And they were they were a body paint. Mm-hmm. God, that must have been some wild looking stuff. Anybody else? <laughs> I want to put Kentucky Fried Chicken on the kiss it list. Why? Because KFC is now trying to get in on the plant based. Oh yeah. Food, like Burger King did with the Impossible Burger. Right. So what are they trying to do? They're trying to do some kind of plant based chicken. Quote unquote chicken. Oh my God. But it's not chicken. It's plant-based, but it's supposed to be, you know, like the way you get a veggie or whatever. Right. A plant-based thing. They're trying to do that with fried chicken. For limited markets. To I've, I've that. heard that, I don't know, for some reason somebody said the chicken is not real anyway. So. You know, people have said that. That's why they changed it to KFC. Yeah. But okay. And again, wait, I got to add Trump on there one more time because he made a statement talking about... He should get more time in the presidency because he felt like all of that stuff with Comey and all of those hearings took away time from his presidency. He ain't so done he, nothing. He took he a rally. He, he, should, he, he thought he should get more time. <laughs> 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 I can't believe <laughs> he actually <laughs> comes out of his mouth and says it. He's like a whining kid. <sighs> He's well, like, y'all messed up my presidency. I should get more put, time. I want to put Popeyes on here because what Popeyes did wrong, first of all. Oh, boy. Popeyes. They didn't make enough chicken? They, no, what they <laughs> did, they messed up. They reminded me of that car called the XG350, which was a car by Hyundai mm-hmm. a few years back. This car was loaded, and it didn't cost a lot of money. And a lot of people brought it and had it, and it was a nice car. Yeah, I behind it. <laughs> it was called an XG, XLD350. Uh, yeah, loaded. It was loaded. Mm-hmm. And very few people still have them, but the car got everything in it. You name it. 
power seats on both sides, power window, bing, bang, boom. But they stopped making it because it cost too much to make for what they were selling it for. Same thing Popeye's did. Popeye should have sold that sandwich for about $6.99. That way he could have kept it. But they sold this fat, delicious, juicy sandwich for $3.99. It was on a butter roll. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling the audience right now. I'm telling the audience right now. I had one of those sandwiches one Saturday. Me and a couple friends of ours, we were doing some work. That sandwich is delicious. Mm. And it's fat. I mean, the meat in there... Was made from you don't even need breast, no juice right? or anything. Right. Just the juiciness of the chicken. And when you eat it, once you start eating it, you don't even want your regular... Let's say you brought that in a three-piece or three-piece. Right. You don't even want the regular chicken no more. Right. And people got that and they was like cracked. They got I think they put some crack in that stuff. I was about to say that. You know, when they dredge that yeah. chicken and the flour mix, I think they the put sandwich was so big, I only ate half of it, and I ate the other half the other day. The, Not the, the but, shrimp is good. <clears throat> but you can also, people were taking that home and feeding their children with that. And Popeyes are some like crazy, but Popeyes at the end of the day, when they count their money, they say, you know what? We sold like 50, <laughs> 52 pounds of chicken, uh, but we only made $5,000. So they said, well, well, stop it. Tell me how the chicken. I think the whole promotional code on that stops. If that comes out again, it's going to be smaller and cost more. Why? It was very delicious. Anybody that didn't taste it. A six ninety nine combo. Like Anybody that didn't taste it, yeah. they, I, I, I feel bad for you because I missed it. that was well, a very I good thing. In my neighborhood, they tell you uh, eight and nine is sold out, so don't even ask. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they had signs up in Popeyes That's restaurants letting people yep. know, look, we're out of chicken sandwiches, yep. which makes no sense because I'm like, you got chicken because they did but not. They, it was not marketed right. But I think too, no, they could be. You could be wrong. That's the hype they have created. So, like you said, when it comes back out, come back. it's going to be higher. And it's going to be smaller. And people will be willing to pay the price. It's going to be smaller because this piece of chicken in that sandwich was that fat. I don't think it's going to be any smaller. I mean, yeah, I think it will be. Well, I'm saying that whatever they like that price, people will be willing to pay they it. Will. Because they pissed because they missed out, right. or yeah. they got one and couldn't get another. It was good. One. It was good. It was so good. Be like, oh my God, it was good. Okay. Anybody else on the kids' list? Oh, I want to put Madeline Westerhout. Who was that? That was uh, 45's personal assistant. Oh, okay. She decided she'd had enough of the foolishness. Now, some mm-hmm. reports are saying she was fired. Mm-hmm. Other reports said she quit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She got out of there. We never get the truth in that administration. <laughs> exactly. That's what I say. That, that administration will never give you the truth on what really happened to you. Oh, and speaking of truth, and Kellyanne Conway for saying, was it Kellyanne? No. Who's the press secretary now? I can't keep up with him. The rotating door and press secretaries. Current one was on a recent interview on one of the cable news shows, and uh, the guy, the interviewer, was saying, "Are you telling me that the president has never lied?" And she said, "Absolutely not. He has not lied. This is all the fake news media twisting what he says and taking things out of context." And he was losing his mind. He was like, "Are you serious right now?" Are you really serious? Trump I mean, you her. can't tell me that he has never lied. She speaks on his behalf. She was like, she's I'm going to ride a and die. She's, as she's talking, you're listening to her like, this woman has lost her mind. No, Trump is a, no, he did not mean he that. Said, no, he didn't no, lie. He, said. he never lied. He has he never act- lied to the American people. He's very busy. Like what he actually that. meant to say was that he was blah, 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 yeah. blah. 
What he was explaining was, and people just took it out of context, or the president was making a joke, and people tried to take it like he meant exactly that. People don't understand his sense of humor. I'm like, dude, you're running the country. What the heck is funny? Why are you trying to be a comedian? You're not funny. Funny looking, but you're not funny. Anyway, here's something for everybody on this week's Kiss and Listen. Kiss my empire. My ass. All right, welcome back to the John Party. My host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Uh, red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're going to close it out uh, on the last word uh, for tonight. Um, my last word is um, happy birthday to red wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, darling. 29 and Holden. Let's see, Buku. Au revoir. Au Okay, well. Yeah, and I also want to uh, give a shout out to uh, to all the uh, people of uh, Philadelphia family, you know, and uh, hope everybody's well and uh, everybody's doing anything. All right. Well, I would just like to thank everyone for all the wonderful and beautiful and thoughtful birthday wishes that I've received. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so very much. It's been lovely. And the party continues. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock somewhere. Always. Mm-hmm. What's your last word, Kim? Uh, my last word is um, these Democrats or somebody... Maybe we might have to do something. We got to do something for these immigrants um, that are not getting the proper. Uh, yeah. The proper anything. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Proper anything. Just across the board. It just doesn't make any sense. And to me, this is not who the United States is as, as, as a people. Um, the presidency, that's who they are. But as far as us as a people, that's not who we are. So, um those people that are that are there and hope they can forgive us and I just hope we can just do a, uh, this wrong can do a right. Let's just get it together and help these people. You know. I agree. That's my last word. Oh, and happy birthday, everyone. Oh, thank you, Kato. All right. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for another Friday night edition of the Pajama Party Show. Uh, we'll do it again next Friday night. Shout out to DC Homegrown, our parent company. 
You can visit them at dchomegrown.com and uh, see what they're up to. Uh, we just want to thank you again. And uh, we're going to call it a night and get this party on a whole nother started track. <laughs> we've been partying all night. So we're about to take it up a level. We're going to level up. So thanks for hanging out with us. And um, we're going to do it again next Friday night. Hope you'll be here to join us because we'll be right here looking for you. We're out. Say goodnight, Papa. Good night. Say goodnight, Kettle. Good night. And bonsoir. Till next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Party cool.